Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> oh, God, he's crying. Okay, he's crying now. Oh, and Moot, it's... Moot, go talk to him. He's crying. He's doing feelings and stuff. All right, all right, I got this. Uh, okay, Gru, what's, what's the problem? I know, it's, you ever have one of those days where you just feel like everything's a mistake? A flesh monster comes erupting out of this hole and strikes the ground about 20... From you. Do you guys think this has anything to do with the stuff that we heard from the boy? Maybe, but we're not even close. We're not ready to save the world yet, so there can't just be gates I don't opening. know if they're going to wait That's... until we're ready to save the world, Glimp. Gru, we're our brothers. They were supposed to be with you. Uh, and Gru turns and runs. The hunt! They're invading! Hunt invaders! How long do you think we have to wait before then we go into the city so we don't seem like we're a part of this? Is there another entrance? That, 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 that's them! That's the, the other villages that survived! And I kind of look yeah, behind me too. us like, like... Back there? Over there? Glim! Glim! The guard turns around and kind of shakes his head towards the other two guards, who then turn to look <laughs> back at Gru, who has bolted. He's gone. You see just the edge of his shirt kind of fly up around a corner. And that's the last you see of Gru. Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons, we're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast, and I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore, and with me today is Carla Maxted. That is me. I'm looking at myself in this picture, and it looks like I'm just a floating head because I'm wearing a black shirt. And this is an audio medium, so it means nothing to anyone, but you guys can see it, and it's weird, right? <laughs> I have no body. I wasn't going to uh, say also, anything. I play, I play Glim. <laughs> And Tom Laird. Uh, I am also wearing a black shirt, but it's got white kind of baseball shirt sleeves on it. So not a floating head today. But uh, I play Moot. And Amy Moore. I'm not wearing anything at all. I like to podcast in the nude. And I play Sullivan Slight. Also, apologies to Tom and Carla. (laughs) (laughs) No need to apologize at all. We can mostly not see anything at all it's mostly just tops of tits i think i think what we want is for you to be comfortable 
True. I appreciate so, that. This is a, you know what, folks at home, I really hope you find a really tight group to D&D with because they'll put your comfort above all else. Get yourself a naked round table when all this <laughs> this uh, social distancing is done. I'm looking for a segue that can send us over to Patreon, but none of this is none of this relevant. Is. Oh. So where all, you can find a fun group of people is over on Patreon, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where... Things are happening. There's lots of bonus audio content. Mm -hmm. There is monthly hangouts with us Mm -hmm. and other fun people. There's producer chats where you can ask questions about D&D or about podcasts. All of those things. We have a whole bunch of goals that we've met recently. So there's going to be new episodes coming out for patrons. So thank Um, you, patrons, for helping us reach those goals. Thank you so much. Thank you. (sighs) If you were looking to join our Patreon at this time, you could help us reach our next goal, which is 55 patrons. Uh, where once you get over there, it kind of makes a little more sense. I thought about this after the fact, but I play a character in Tom's game called Opalite Brightcliffs, a tabaxi bard. It's a bonus uh, monthly game. Comes out on the 15th of every month when we're on schedule. If not, it comes out shortly thereafter. Pretty close, pretty close. We're back up to two episodes every record now. Thanks, Tom. How many? Two. Two episodes. Two, Two, right. So that we make sure we get those out on time. But I play that Mm -hmm. character, and uh, for a good long while, he's sung songs. Uh, So this next goal, I will record all those songs and release them to patrons. It's going to be great. There's some bangers in there. There are. There's some good CanCon in there, too. Some of these songs just slap. Like, you're going to love it. Also, when you're a patron, you get an episode dedicated to you, like today's patron, Gabriel Lynch. Oh, Gabriel. Thanks, Gabriel. Gabriel. Thank you, Gabriel. Fuck it. Let's play D&D. Previously, Moot, Glim, and Sully had made it to Burdusk with Gru. We did it. Uh, you spent Barely. A, you spent a little time there before moving on, finding your next stop along the way. Well, we decided we don't want to hang out and get comfortable anywhere because... Got a long way to travel. Some of us... Got a world to save. We got to go do some stuff. Have a destiny. Got to save the world. There were several moments as you were walking down streets when you'd hear Gru around a corner and have to run the other way. So there, this was a this was more of like an espionage city for you, not because you were hiding from the law or anything, but because you were hiding from your new best friend. But uh, while you were in Burdusk, you did some uh, hunting around because you've been you've been kind of wandering. You had to find the guide in Gru to help you get to the next spot. You've been looking for more of a, a map to kind of be able to plot out your own course. Um, and while you weren't able to find a world map, which is what you were looking for, um, you did find um, one that would get you to a city called Prosker. And there, you're told that you can find an individual who goes by the name of Bolnil Undertask, who has traveled all over Toriel. So we find you, the three of you, you have reached the city of Prosker. It's been mm, probably about 15 days travel. So give me something, each of you, that has happened in this time. Uh, well, Sully has, along the way, actually found a few more uh, small elementals. 
that have popped up here and there um, that he has befriended by um, juggling and doing other kinds of silly little tricks that would otherwise amuse children. And uh, it's kind of like giving him a little peace along the journey. Like it's just like a little bit of wholesomeness that Sully hasn't usually had in his life. So uh, Moot has taken up a little hobby when we're on the road of trying to sketch wildlife that we see along the way. What kind uh, What kind of sketches do you got going on there? Uh, a lot of birds. Finds birds have good angles to to sketch out, but uh, and a lot of things move too fast, and birds kind of fly and then stop. So he has a chance to kind of get a glimpse of what they're actually what's actually going on there. Right, 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 right. Okay, yeah. Roll me. Uh... What would we call like a dexterity? Probably good for for an artistry sense. Sure. Or maybe something to do with charisma. Or even perception. No, Any of those things. Oh, like perception is probably perception good. probably be good. Yeah. Or nature could do nature. Oh, also nature. Sure. Yeah. All right, Art I'll has do nature. So many applications. Right. Doesn't it? It's very important. That is a nineteen draws the fuck out of those birds <laughs> yeah so uh yeah absolutely they look fantastic and sully and glim looking kind of i don't know over your shoulder or you showing them these From are below. these I think are proudly showing them these look like fantastic drawings we get really good moot wow these are amazing i can't you have so many good skills. It's so we great. We got to get this guy some colored pencils oh, or something. That's a great idea. I would love Ooh. to see these in color. Where would we even get those? Well, I don't well, know. We can look at the next town or something. I ask this um, ball, der, ball Un- deer, under, undercarriage. Under task. Under task. Well, and maybe since that guy's got a map, he probably knows where lots of things are and can point us to the nearest um, pencilery. Glim, what's another thing that has happened on this journey? I think that Glim probably is missing, because it's just us now, so not a lot of group fitness happening. Um, These two, not that interested in the Zumba. Certainly not interested in my proselytizing anymore. Pretty over that whole thing, I'm sure. Um, I think we may both have converted just to make you quiet. Yeah, probably. We're like, oh yeah, totally. He's our guy. On board 100%. (laughs) So I think I have been doing a couple things that are sort of more solitary things. One is like praying and communing. And the other would be just like, I don't know, increasing plank challenges. So I can plank for like... I don't even know, four hours now, probably. Plank for days. That's right. Every time we stop, I'm just like, okay, I'll just be over there, and then I'm just doing a plank for, like, just so long. We cut to you three having made camp. Do we have a carriage or a cart or anything? I can't remember. You didn't say. Well, we didn't Neither have one did going you. to produce because we took a raft. So. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. true. So we could have got one before we it's left Burdusk. Yeah. With like a little donkey or something on it. Nothing fancy. We don't have a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. Not like a covered I'm cart or anything. Plan. But yeah. like a little. So not like a wagon. Yeah, like a cart. Yeah. Like a donkey and a cart. We've got some like weapons and things. And it's a long travel, so. Carriage and donkey. Did you rent this carriage and donkey or did you purchase this carriage and donkey? You have enough money that you could have purchased it. Yeah, because we have some money now from doing things. Yeah. How much does a donkey cost? 
How much is a donkey cost? How much is a donkey cost? Donkey? Russ, how much is the a donkey cost? The question everyone wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> if you could just please tell us how much a donkey uh, a donkey or mule will cost you eight gold pieces, oh. almost as much as magic missile potatoes. <laughs> yeah, oh my god! Yeah, it, the cost comparison for so, you folks listening. So I fixed it. I fixed the economy since that episode. That's right. We okay? gave him some constructive feedback about the pricing. I love how you retcon that in. I was listening to that episode a while back, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot that Russ came back with a no. It was grossly overpriced." <laughs> if you were to get a cart, um. It would be 15 gold. So total of 23 gold to get a donkey and cart. I apparently have 42 gold. I don't know how to do Well, remember, we got a bunch from the gobos. Then that all got stolen. Oh, yes, I have 42. But then remember when when you were a sheep and then I like... Oh, yeah. Like fire blasted and then you Mm -hmm. acid attacked. And like we got some money from the caravan lady. You should have been paid 20 gold total for that. 20, okay. So if we chip in. Yep. And Moot got paid out the ass for poisoning somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you have in your possession a donkey. What's the donkey's name? Rolf. Hmm. Rolf. I like it. And a carriage. Uh, Sorry, you want us to name the cart? No, I just said you also have a cart. You don't have to name, I mean, you can name the cart if you want to. I christen thee. Cartman. Benjamin. Cartman. Benjamin. (laughs) This is Rolf and Benjamin. Uh, Yeah. Um, So you ride in with Rolf and Benjamin uh, to the city of Prosker. Uh, which um, everybody who wants to can make a history check based on what you know about this city going into it. <laughs> 16. And history's plus one, so Damn. that's a seven. Okay, green dice were the good call tonight because I just rolled a 20, but not oh. natural. So, Sully with a seven. Should I tell them everything I know about Prosker? <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> And then I'll, I'll tell you what you really know. Uh, so, I, well, I've i been here a few times, once or twice in my travels. Uh, it's a big town of um, lots of trade that happens here. Big pig market. Big pig market. Um, the, the swineries at the at the north part of the town there uh, worked a little bit in the, um, in the selling of the... Of the pigs and things like that, but I mean that was pretty. Uh, it was a little bit of a smelly job, and um, so I, I moved on from that. But uh, the people here are pretty nice. Uh, they do not all speak common, so uh, prepare yourselves for that. So, uh, yeah, great landscape, good good soil too. The um, uh, the the clay versus the uh, the uh, loam. Mixture of the soil is uh, it's real good. It's just in case you wanted to plant something while you were here. Uh, Glim and Moot, uh, you know a little bit about Prosker, um, and it's uh, you've heard is led by a merchant council, uh, which unimaginatively call themselves the Prosker Council. Um, And they consist of people who all used to be Thieve Guild members, 
Um, and the city is basically run by thieves. The council themselves allow this to happen and take kickbacks um, in order to make the city run. It really seems like something Sully should know. <laughs> Doesn't it? <sighs> Alas, it is not. You do know that there are pigs. So you enter the city of Prosker. Um, it's about midday. Uh, you Streets are pretty busy. It's, um, it's fairly, fairly well kept um, as far as, you know, a city run by thieves is concerned, I guess you could say. Um, you do notice uh, that swine are just running through the streets haphazardly. See what I said about the pigs? Yeah, you were really, you really knew what you were talking about. My job was to chase them down, and I'm not going to lie to you. Most of them are, are pretty near my size. It was a difficult job. I bet it was. How did you manage to take them down? Uh, well, you know, you you gotta gotta be real sneaky, like right, get up beside it. Um, sometimes pretending to be a be a uh, pig was one of your best. Uh, you know, you you get down on all fours and you snuffle around and. And, and then you get up beside it, and you're like, yeah, this grass we're eating over here is real good. And then you jump on its back, and you put the harness around its face. It's, I'm tired just thinking about it. Yeah. Can, can you do a bit of your pig impression right now, just so we can get like an idea of, of what it was like? Sully turns and looks at Moot and is like, is somebody paying me for this? I, mean, I, just I just said it was a really hard job. I know, but you don't actually have to tackle a pig. I could get some PSTD from this. And what does that stand for? I think you know well, good and well, what that stands for, Moot. Okay. Pig traumatic stress disorder. Well, that would be PTSD. That doesn't make any sense at all. Pig-specific trauma disorder. Traumatic there, disorder. Yeah. Yes, pig-specific traumatic disorder. Um, you're passing by a a shop, kind of an outdoor merchant, and he overhears this conversation happening and comes over and says, "Oh, you you you, you chase pigs there with the PSTD." Oh, I. You know what? That was like a whole lifetime ago. Mm, what's your name, Sonny? Sully. Sully. Sonny Sully. No, not Sunny. Sully. Sully Sunny. No, Sunny. Just Sully. Sully. You nailed it. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Got it in eight. Perfect. Oh. Get it in eight? That's super great. Not, That's what they say. Not from around here, are you? Well, I've been here a few times before. Pretty much looks the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe you. It's a fine-looking steed. He walks over to Rolf, starts petting his back, and says, You need any feed for your... I notice your carriage is getting kind of low there. I could help you out. Got some primo feed here. Can I make a perception check on this dude? Sure. What are you trying to perceive? Wait, I'm what just, are you trying to perceive? I'm first? trying to perceive if, like, he can't, like, Sully is wary of all people. So I just, I'm wondering, like, is he really trying to be helpful? So you're more you're looking for insight, not sure, perception. Sure, yes, insight. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 17. 
you see him walk over and start petting Rolf, and he points over to his uh, to his shop front. His that's not how you say that. His storefront. <laughs> There's a lot of lip movement <laughs> in that one. <laughs> Points over to his uh, his storefront, and you see that there is animal feed and uh, different fr- fruits and vegetables and all sorts of things like that. Um, seems like that's what he's trying to sell you. Uh, well, you know, from uh, last time I was here, all the people were real, real stand-up people, real honest uh, individuals that... Uh, uh, you know, they're not going to steer you wrong. So, I mean, would you need to pack some stuff up before we leave town? We might as well do it here. He looks to, he, he, during this, you see him kind of squint. He looks to Glim and Moot and says, new, new, like fresh new around here. He says he's been here a couple times. Trying to figure He's out. a world traveler. Mm. He's been everywhere. Well, he's nailed Prosker. That's what they say <laughs> about Prosker is that the people... Are all nice and above board. I think that was on the town sign when we came in, wasn't it? <laughs> totally above board. <laughs> Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. Every day in the nice little Canadian town of Beaver Mount, Ontario, is pretty much the same. Folks are polite. There's a hockey game that evening. And someone gets brutally murdered. Sorry About the Murder, a very Canadian murder mystery podcast. New episodes weekly. Listen to season one now by typing Sorry About the Murder into your favorite podcast app. Ah, but hello. Says, uh, yeah, let me, let me get you all set up here. Just you can swing your carriage in. What, do you, what brings you to Prosker? Oh, well, we're on a mission to save the world, and... This is Glim's time to shine. We're looking for a map. So to find the map, we're looking for a man. Or a woman? Do we know if it's a man or a woman? And I look at my friends. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, no a person, last name, Undertask, has hmm. a map. Do you know them? Undertask? Uh... Oh! I, well, I mean, most people know him by Thunderaxe, but oh. might be this might be the same same guy. Thunderaxe, yeah. wow! Old, old dwarf, kind of been you know stuck here for a while. Took ill, just kind of landed here. Well, Thunderaxe um, is a very impressive name. I don't know why the person directing us to him wouldn't have said find Thunderaxe. That would really stick in the old noggin, you know. He himself was a traveler of the world, and uh, maybe the last time this other person saw him, maybe he didn't earn that name quite yet. Sometimes that happens. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Hey, I've got some pamphlets here if you're interested while you're loading up the uh, wagon there. Some feed oh. for Rolf. Do you know about Bahamut or? Bahamut. I mean, no. Oh, well, buckle <laughs> up for quite a ride, my friend. 47 minutes later, told him all about Bahamut. During this, during this 47 minutes, I'm assuming Sully and Moot have not hung around. I'm sure they haven't. They've heard, heard this, this so like many times. We're like, times now. 
Um, so Sully and Moot, you kind of walk off and you know you take, get the lay of the land while Glim is converting another. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, Moot, did did you did you drop those pamphlets for Glim? Uh, I maybe did a little bit. She was she was so nice in asking, and she was so complimentary to my previous drawings that. I just thought maybe it was a good idea to get a little more practice. Yeah, they look fantastic. I mean, if he doesn't join because Bahama is, what does she say? The man. He's mm-hmm. like a pretty cool guy. Um, that He's probably going to join because those brochures look so so awesome. I hope so. I mean, I've never seen Bahama. I can only go by what. Glimpse told us, but well, that pretty big smile cool on his guy. face, yeah, right. I mean, Super he just is looking. really inviting. If we haven't already pretended to have converted over, I would do it all over again. I, I went for like a warm but inviting, but also excited look, and I think I pulled it off. Kind of like Glim, huh? Very similar, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Moot ahead of you, and kind of through the crowd, you see. Something that catches your eye. It's a an individual who looks like they're, um, well, won't bury the lead. It looks like they are a roll me, uh, roll me in history. All right, history roll coming up. That is a seven. Ooh. You see an interesting fellow who is. Their skin is all blue. They've got. Um, different colorations along their skin. Their hair. Mr. Mesex? No. Okay. Their hair is. Um, the more you look at it, it's so fluid, it starts to look like it's actually water. Um, and they are standing in the middle of this, this square and they are juggling, or it appears that they are juggling what looks like snowballs. Sully, do you, do you see that? What? Oh, that guy with the, the rash? Yeah, the, the blue man group over there juggling. Oh the, oh, the blue man. Oh, I was like, do you see that guy over there? Yeesh. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, no. uh, uh, oh, but that blue guy's like super cool. Person. Uh, blue person. Gender's where fluid. Do you, where do you think they got snow? Well, I don't know, but it looks like they're out there for entertainment purposes, so maybe we could just go ask. Excuse me, my friend! The person juggling uh, is startled by you screaming at them. <laughs> Like, like nobody's really been paying attention to them to this moment. It's a joyful scream. Yeah. Um, and they, the snowballs drop to the ground, and they look down, and they're a little bit defeated, but then look up to you and smile as you walk up and say, yes, hello. That was some really impressive juggling that you just did there. Oh. I myself, as a juggleteer, uh, really do appreciate a good uh, jug- juggle. A fellow... I thought you called it a juggalo. Well, yes. I, not- well, it, well it's, it's, like, it's a usage, and it all really depends on how you're saying it in the sentence. You okay. know, syntax is important. Okay, sure, yeah. Fellow... It's really rude of you to interrupt me, though, Moot. That was sorry <laughs> to call sorry. me out it's like just... that in front of a new friend. You previously referred to yourself as a juggalo, so I wasn't too sure. Yes, well, a, a juggalo is someone who practices the art of juggleteering. Hmm. Okay. My now friend I'm on here board. knows. You know. Uh, you look back to the person, and they've moved away. Oh. Um, down a few steps, and have started juggling. I will follow a little them. bit of ways. <laughs> I will take rocks out of my pocket and juggle in front of them. Ah. Eh? Uh, both of you make a perception check. I feel like I'm straight up harassing this person. Yeah, 100%. Sorry, perception? Yeah. Well, that's a minus. Oh, one. nat 20. So 15. Um, 
uh, you're you're a little more focused on your juggling there, Sully. But Moot, you see, you're watching both Sully and this n- new person uh, juggle. Um, but you're watching this new person's hands, and um, as one snowball goes up and comes down to one hand, it seemingly disappears. So they're creating snowballs rather than just rather than juggling and throwing them up in the air and making them disappear. That's a that's a really neat trick you're doing there with the snowballs. Juggling? Do you mind if yeah, I? Yeah, absolutely. I'm a great juggler. No, no, no. I mean. I can tell that you're not actually juggling. Them. I drop my rocks. Snowballs fall to the ground. What say Mo- you? Moot, you can't just tell someone who is juggling that they are not juggling. Well, but you were juggling, Sully, with how much of a juggalo you are. This person wasn't. They were creating new snowballs, I think, via magic. You come over and throw in my face your own juggling. Do you even have some sort of documentation that says you can juggle in this spot? Because I do! I'm sorry, friend. What's your name? We've gotten off on the wrong foot here. My name is Sullivan Slight. It's nice to meet you. My name is Eska Nerveen. And I've been juggling in this spot for quite a while now. And I haven't seen you two... We are just coming through. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I quietly pick up Sully's rocks that he dropped and hand them to Eska and say, Well, maybe juggle these then. I would not dare juggle another juggler's balls. Yeah, that's really inappropriate. Do you mind if I... Can I have those? Secrets can be held within such things. Nobody touches another juggler's balls. Come with me, good moot. Come with me. Away from the juggle balls. And moot... And full of secrets. M- moot and Eska kind of take a few steps over and begin whispering and says, what, what, what gave me away? Well, I could tell that you weren't actually transferring the snowballs. You were just making them appear in your hand. It was. It took a lot of perception and a lot of observation, but mm. I got it. You seem like a very perceptive and uh, in tune with the world individual, Moot. I like you. What, what, what exactly do you know about such magics? Well, I don't know about that particular magic, but I, I've... I dabble a little bit. Uh, see, I, I have this thing in me called wild magic, so I can't... I have a pretty good idea of what I'm doing, but sometimes just the total opposite thing will happen. Like, one time, I tried to, like, slow this guy down with some freezing magic, but instead, I created a bonfire that he fell into. Wow. Yeah, total accident. I mean, wasn't my intention, but that's still what happened, so I need to be careful when I... When I go to do magical stuff. I have had some such similar things happen to me in the past. Perhaps we could talk about this over a snow cone or something. I mean, I'm always up for that. Interesting. Can Sully come too? He loves snow cones. Uh, You look back and Sully is gone. Oh, okay. Well, I guess uh, he's off doing his thing. So, sure. Yeah, let's uh, wait. um, Let me just go find my friends real quick and let them know that I'll be right back. Oh. Okay, uh, sh- should I should I wait here? Yeah, just just here like one sec, and then I'll I'll just head over there, and I'll be right back. That's why he's the most amazing, life changing, raddest dude you'll ever welcome into your life. What type of co- time commitment are we looking at here? 
Like well, I mean, I'm kind of busy. I'm a business owner. I you know I don't have a lot of time sure, to sure. yeah to get out really too much. Well, hand I out mean, these pamphlets as you were so speaking about. Well, I mean, I feel like if you really let Bahamut's love kind of flow through you, you'll find yourself more focused and more organized. So, I mean, in as little as five minutes a day, you really can worship the big guy in just like a really powerful way. Just five minutes a day. And during five that, minutes a day. and does that five minutes include the Zim, the Zimbas you were talking about? Oh, I mean, that's uh, that's adjacent. Mm. It, so I find that's an add-on feature. Exercise, you really like can kind of channel the power of Bahamut, but it really is just like more of a focused meditation thing to Make really a commune. Religion check to see how much you sway this person. Okay. Uh, somehow I have a plus zero for religion, which seems wrong. I mean, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> Shouldn't she be like uh, no, um, okay. persuading uh, him to? You can use persuasion if I mean, you want. I probably have a plus zero for that too. Oh no, I have a plus five for that. Oh. I'm much more persuasive. Are hella yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm much more persuasive than I am uh, knowledgeable. All right, use persuasion then. <laughs> so that's a sixteen then. So all you're saying is I have to hand out these pamphlets here. You've given me a few. Uh, tell people about the good Bahamut, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then he'll let me into his good graces, whatever that means. Five minutes a day, that's all it takes? Minimum of five, just just five minutes a day? Minimum. I think you'll find when you, when you start with the five minutes, mm. you're going to really like what you're getting out of it, and you're going to want to do it a lot more. Seems less intensive than the, than the religion I have going on here. Mm, okay. Well, and what do you... What's you, what are you currently working with? Oh, it's uh, you know the religion of the uh, of, of the god Mask. Oh, I don't know what are what are they all about. Oh well, uh, they are the god of thievery and trickery. Oh right, yeah. because that's like that's like the whole thing here. It's kind you of a thing are, here is yeah. yeah getting involved with thieves guilds and you know yeah. Paying Seems like a people. weird way to run an economy. I don't know. We just got here, but I guess mm-hmm. if everyone is doing the same thing, it all kind of generally that's that's what happens here. It's a merchant town. People go and they they steal things and sell things. I'm telling you way too much here. Although you know, we just pay them off. It's not really that big a deal. It's not like you're gonna turn around and sick the law on us because. <laughs> Yeah, there's not much of that. Glim, I don't know where Sully went, but I just wanted to let you know that I found a new friend, so I'm going to go a chat with them for a little bit. I think about magic stuff. Ooh. So, yeah. Okay. Um, are we, I guess, has he been loading? Like, are we done with this merchant interaction? Has, has he stolen he loaded all our of our cards? stuff? Has he sold slash stolen all of our things? Uh, you have s- purchased uh, animal feed. Mm-hmm. And whatever else you see fit Some to, rations and things. yeah, whatever else you see fit that you will need on the next leg of your journey. So yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, he sold that to you. Also, I would just like to say I wish that the listeners could see how Tom's face lights up when he says he has wild magic. <laughs> it's very sweet. It's so it? exciting. It's, it's very exciting. Yeah, it's yeah. great. I love it. Um, well, thank you so much for everything. All the best. Bahamut be with you. And um, maybe we'll see you again before 
we leave town. Of course. And if you have any, you know, other other friends need anything, just send them back to Leopold's hut here. Okay. Thanks, yeah. Leopold. Of course. Of course, Glim. Well, maybe, Moot, I'll just come with you and we'll see if you want to go with your new friend and learn about magic. I understand. But maybe I can track down Sully if we uh, go back to where you guys were. Sure. Yeah, it was just right over here. You head off back down the street towards where the, the juggler, Eska, was. Um, and uh, we cut back to previously when Eska took you, Moot, off uh, to go talk about the wild magic. And we see Sully standing there waiting for you to come back. And two individuals come up behind Sully and throw a bag over his head. <gasps> Not again. And quickly take him off. Um, We see him being dragged, muffled down an alleyway, and we see Moot kind of look back for him, and he's not there. And we cut back to that alleyway. You're taken down, muffled, kicking and screaming. They've lifted you up and throw you down into this basement. You hear the door shut behind you. You're able to get the bag off. Um, You struggle to get it off. (laughs) And now you're down in this uh, this dark, dank basement. Jesus fucking Bahamut, what the hell is going on here? You hear like a tapping from the other side of this room. And you look, and as your eyes kind of start to adjust and some of the light from the street comes in, you see a figure sitting on the far side with like a cane, sitting there being like, You're a tough one to find there, Sully. Well, who's looking? Well, many people are looking for you, Sully. Can I have their names? Well, I am (laughs) fortunately employed by one of the good ones looking for you, Leighton Menda. Mmm. You do remember the good (laughs) Leighton Menda, don't Mm. you? Mm -hmm. The look on your face tells me you perhaps don't remember... I've met a lot of people in my life. They they helped you out of Neverwinter? Oh my god, yes. Yes. Oh, Layden, buddy. I owe him, don't I? He didn't want my magic rock. It's kind of why I'm here. Okay. Because, well, there's lots of people looking for you. Miss Can Ma- I get their names? Miss Ma- Meow Meow oh, has, yeah. has agents sent out... From Neverwinter, the city's crawling with people looking for you. Your picture is up everywhere, although they got something wrong in the image. Mm, Not quite sure what it is. They never quite get the nose right. That must be what it is. Uh, Last heard, you were down in Waterdeep, so that might not be a safe place for you to go back anytime soon. Well, who said I was going back to Waterdeep anyway? Just warning you. Why wh- Why are you helping me? Well, Layden is calling in a favor, and part of that favor, well, the payment from his side is making sure Miss Ma'am Meow Meow doesn't know where you are. Okay, that's great. That's mm-hmm. wonderful. And all you have to do is uh, a simple delivery. Go to one place, get a scroll, take it to another place. Ah, uh, damn. I have not had very good luck with scrolls. 
What's wrong with scrolls? Well, sometimes they will explode a whole fucking this, caravan. Oh, no. This is like a, a memoir, like a, uh, a journal entry on, on a scroll. Yes, right. Yes. Um, right, where someone writes down the memories on the scroll, a scremory. Exactly. So we need you to do that. Okay. Within the so next... you w- we'd like me to be the Pony Express, is what you're saying here? Yeah. All right. Within the next 10 days. Okay, where am I going? Uh, well... Because I'm kind of on a mission to save the world or something? I'm sure it can take a backseat to this at this moment. The world can... All right. Sure. Is this going to help wipe my uh, my favor clean with with Mr. Lendon? Lendozen? Men- it best be remembering who is hiring you. Well, it's, I have a thing with names. Lendon... Menda. Layden Menda. There's no Z in there at all. Um, This person... (laughs) uh, This figure steps out from the shadows and you see them more clearly now and they have very, like, reptilian or amphibian type um, look to them. Very frog-like features. Their Mm. eyes kind of bulge out. They've got long, spindly fingers um, but still quite humanoid in their, in their face as well. Says, we need you to go grab this memoir, this scroll. Okay. You need to go to High Moon, which is in the Dale Lands. High Moon. I should probably write this down. High Moon. Sully so starts to write it on his hand. H. High Moon. In the in Dale Lands, the Dale Lands, yes. Dale, yes. He's a very important guy to have all this land named after him. You go to High Moon, in the Dale Lands. You find this scroll. The scroll is going to be at the Temple of Ogma. Scroll. Temple, Agma. Yes. At, or Ogma. Ogma. Ah, uh. <laughs> this is riveting, riveting audio. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're going to take that. <laughs> well, you have to get it to the place, Jesus. Right, okay, <laughs> you deliver it to Ser Loon. Is that is that a person or a place? It is a city. Ah, uh, Ser Loon. It's a shipping hub. South of High Moon. <laughs> the most notes I've ever taken in d happening It right only now. took like four years. Uh, it's because I mentioned it earlier, right? <laughs> I'm being punished now? Okay. Uh, who am I taking it to once I get to Ser Loon? They'll find you. They'll find me? They'll find you. They'll find me. That's what I said. <laughs> You think this is funny? No. See, uh, you know what though? I laugh sometimes. It's a nervous tick when I'm in an uncomfortable situation, such as being in a dark basement after being kidnapped and then coming face to face with a stranger. Enter, 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 interlude. Woo. Nailed it. Oh, that turned into like so good. DuckTales. The DuckTales. <laughs> <Yeah. Woo. laughs> 
<laughs> Welcome to the middle, everybody. Yay. We didn't plan what we were going to talk about, but Not that's at fine. All. We would love for you to be your awesome. happiest self. Absolutely. Yeah, those are all things I want. We just want to tell you how awesome you are today. So thank you for being here. Thank you for enjoying this episode. Interlude over. Interlude <laughs> over. But while we have you here, we might uh, mention that we have a great game going on over on Patreon, uh, DM'd by our very own Tom Laird. What? <laughs> we mention it a lot, but it's getting very exciting because we're getting down to the end of season three, which releases this month on the 15th. And that means Tom is planning a season four. Yes. It's insane. As far as like number of seasons, he is far more accomplished than me at running games. <laughs> <laughs> the key is keeping them short. Well, I've yet to master how to do that. Uh, we'd love for you to come join us over on Patreon, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where all of our patrons have access to that game. So no matter what tier you are at. You I, deserve Tom's game. You deserve Tom's game oh. and we want you to have it. Uh, so please go check it out and enjoy that game as well. All right, everybody, we'll get you back to the episode. Thank you very much for being here. You have a great week and we'll talk to you very, very soon. Stay Thank safe. You. Bye. 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 I see what you're saying. The methods. That we need to get to know each other better. Mm-hmm. Listen, let's crisscross applesauce. Let's really share some secrets. You've got a 10-day. Okay, 10 days. To go get the scroll right. from High Moon and bring it to Serloon. All right. Now, if you don't do it in a 10-day, right? I mean, it might slip to Miss Mam Meow Meow where you are. And then you'll never get your scroll. And this would be bad for everybody. This would be bad for everybody. I especially can understand. Because you were looking for a friend too, weren't you? Mm, what friend? Mm, it might have been Swerve, Nerve. Oh my God, Merv. Merv. Has Merv been found? Ah, mm, kind of. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He's He's been found. Is he all right? For now. I wasn't supposed to use this unless you seemed like you weren't taking it too seriously. Bahama Almighty, I will do it in ten days. Mm -hmm. I'll do it in five. We wouldn't want anything to happen to good old Merv. That's not, yeah. That, you know what? You're not a very nice man and I'd like to leave now. Do I have all the information? Are there going to be traps so. at the Temple of Ahma? That's not in my realm of knowledge. I just give you the job. It's up to you to figure it out. All right. Well, what, what does Linden have on you? I'm a close personal friend of Layden. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry you guys heard the giggles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's he hits his staff and a wave of energy goes out and you see in a corner and Merv is tied up <laughs> okay. in a cell. Oh, right. All right. I get it. He taps it again and the image goes uh, away. Ten days. We'll give my best to Layden. And I walk out. We cut back to the square where Moot and Glim um, meet up with Eska. And Eska comes over and puts, you know, Fane's putting their snowballs into their bag. Um, and runs over and says, 
Are we are we are we good to talk now? You told your friends? Yeah, Glim's just gonna look for Sully, so I, we can go talk. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. Good. Is, is Glim? Oh, you're gonna go look for Sully. You're Glim. Yeah, I'm you Eska. haven't seen. I'm Glim. It's so nice to meet you. You haven't seen um a, a shorter. The one who fella. was the one who was the throwing juggle shade. Oh, um, yes, I probably. Did you, did you see where he went? He doesn't usually just kind of. Not since he was with Moot there. Hmm. Okay, well, where are you guys going to go? Because we'll have to meet up again later, Moot. Um, I think we're just going to go for some sort of refreshment. We won't be long. We'll come back right in this spot. Is this work? Sure. I'll just, I'll just look for Sully. Okay, uh, Glim, where do you do to go look for Sully? Uh, well, I think I'm going to, like, glance around, see if there are any shops with, like, sparkly things or, like, anything that seems, like, would have been distracting and where <laughs> Sully would have, like, wandered into. Um, yeah, there's there, there are lots of shops around. Uh, one specifically has uh, lots of different trinkets and potions and things all displayed in the front showcase there. Sure, so I'll go over there look around, like, kind of peek my head into the actual little shop if there is one, and mm-hmm. see if see if Sully is in there. Uh, Sully's not in there. You do see an older uh, human woman who's uh, helping a customer in there, uh, but n- no Sully. Uh, well, I'll kind of look at the stuff, but mostly I'm just doing that to wait to talk to the lady. So, uh, this wild magic, you say, um, uh-huh. how long have you been practicing with this wild, wild magic? Not, not too long. It showed up a little while ago, and I've been trying to kind of learn as much as I can about it ever since. Right. Uh, so you've learned lots, and you're able to teach people about it. Oh no, no 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 no. I I've learned a little bit. I still don't know how it works entirely though, and I'm just I'm scared that things will bad things will happen when I go to use my magic. Yeah, bad things do happen. It's a good good friend Moot. I know, I used to be taller. I used to have I used to have a circus family. And you lost them because of the magic? In a sense, they, they, yes. See, um, really what happened was, um, I, I was, I was juggling real balls, not the snowballs. Okay. Um, and some, something happened, something came over me. There was a loud noise often. It startled me and this... Tidal wave came and washed out the entire area. Does this have anything to do with why it looks you're made of water? I mean, well, I'm uh, water genasi. So, okay. So, that's, so that didn't have anything to do with that particular incident. No. Um, okay. Oh, that is a load off my mind. <laughs> yes. Um, but... Um, this wild magic you speak of, uh, it, 
it would explain that incident and maybe several others since then where strange occurrences have happened and, of course, the power to... He throws the snowballs up. Create elements that are not there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, this sounds like wild magic. So, from what I've gathered, is it's not something... I was hoping that maybe you'd learn something that I had not. From what I've gathered, it's not something that is controllable in the direct sense, unless you uh, just practice. Yeah, I, I think practice does make perfect in this case, but then at the same time, innocent practicing can make you shorter. Case in point. Right. I wouldn't want that. Melvin wouldn't uh, uh, appreciate a smaller fishbowl, so to speak. Who's Melvin? Oh, Melvin is my fish, and he waves his hair, and in his hair, uh, you see a goldfish swimming. I like that this person thinks that your height is directly correlated to how much hair you have. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's Melvin. He cool. just lives up there. Yeah, it is pretty cool, isn't it? I mean, I've never seen anything like that. I'm surprised you noticed the, the snowballs, but not. maybe you were just so drawn by the, the, the magic. Hmm. Interesting. Well, we have... Uh, let's, let's sit. You've made it to a, a tavern, and maybe we can discuss some of our other occurrence, see if we can't find some correlations and... And help each other, or at least be a sounding board for occurrences that have happened to each other. Sure, I'll go. I'll go first. Uh, you already know the shorter one. Also, turn myself into a sheep, like the animal, a sheep. The animal. Yep. How, yep. how did you turn on everything? How did you turn yourself back? Don't know. Just wow. stop being a sheep after a while. This is dangerous. Oh yeah, no, it's it's what if you were still a child. We could not have this conversation the way we are. I feel like having it, it would be a very one-sided one if we did. I wouldn't you Would you have been so drawn to the snowballs if you were a sheep? That is really the true question. I mean, probably. It was very impressive. Uh, you see the older woman uh, finish up with the um, with the person, the the client that is in their shop, and they that person leaves, and they are putting some money away in a till. Hi, excuse me. Oh yes, yes, yes. Come in. Uh, is there something I can help you with? Well, I'm looking for my friend. He's he's a a shorter. Bella, he was just here. We just got to town, and he seems to have gone exploring or shopping, and your shop looks so great. It just looks exactly like the kind of spot he would be very drawn to. So I was just wondering if you had spotted him in here in the last, you know, half an hour or so. Um, well, n nobody quite of that description. There was someone off in the, in the courtyard there looking at the juggler. Some time yeah, ago, yeah, he was he was with with my other friend, who's, who's quite tall. They were with the juggler, and right. then the little one 
He just went somewhere. We haven't been able to find him. Well, someone was carried off in a in a in a sack. Oh. Oh. Could that have been oh. your friend? Are they I often mean, carried off in sacks? I mean, not as a hobby or anything, but he is quite small. It'd be easy to just scoop him up, you know. Where uh, did you see where where they took him? Yeah, down the alleyway, I think, just down off and to the to the left there. Oh, okay. Well, I should. I better go. Thank you so much. Thank you. Maybe when I find him, we'll come come back and do a little shopping. But thank you. Of course, just, of course. Like, hurry my way out and down the alley. She referred to you uh, as you turn and round the corner. You see Sully walking up uh, towards you. Sully, oh my God! I saw you got kidnapped. Oh my God! Oh my Glim, goodness. I totally got kidnapped. What? Some guys oh put goodness. me in a potato sack, put me over their shoulders, oh, threw me into you, a basement. How did you escape? I, I, I walked out the door. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't locked or nothing. Uh, oh. However, um, I know that you have um, a really big destiny and stuff, and I know we don't really have a timeline on that right now. We're just kind of like making our way there. Um, mm-hmm. But I was wondering if there would be a possibility of maybe taking a little bit of a detour to do something for uh, that fella who who broke who broke me out of jail and kind of also you out of jail. Uh, you remember Layden Men- Layden Menzies? Menda, yeah, Menda, of yes, yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, he is he is wondering and asked ever so politely via kidnapping if uh, if we could just pop down to High Moon in the Daylands and grab a scroll from a from an aggressive temple name like Amada Amagdagma something like that. Um, and you know, uh, if I don't do it in ten days, they're gonna kill Merv. Oh my! Oh my goodness! So, wow, you have been—you have been busy. Yeah, oh, I was. Takes the cake. It's it's very much above the PSTD. This. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, of course, we can't let something happen to Merv. I know he's one of your very best friends. So, of 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 course, we have to. Yes, we'll go, we'll get, I mean, it's just uh, some light mail delivery. That's right. We just have to sure. make it there in 10 days. Um, okay. Maybe no, we I should think... get a horse and a carriage, move a little faster. I don't know. Maybe we got to find that guy with the map, and then we can figure out where High Moon is, because I don't even know where that is. Yeah, okay, yes, you're right. I'm, I'm not saying I'm panicking or anything. Everything's going to be fine. Everything always turns out fine for Sally. But if I don't do this, they're going to tell Miss Ma'am Meow Meow where I'm at, and apparently they got pictures of me posted all over the place. Oh, my goodness. Apparently many people are looking for me. Oh, you're a wanted man. I don't even think I angered that many people. No, I thought we... Okay, well... Okay, you're right. We need to get the map. I think maybe we need to go collect Moot. He made friends with a juggler, and now they're talking. Yeah, but are they really a juggler? Magic. Oh, I don't... Now I'm not too sure. Oh. I don't know. I didn't see them performing. But they're just going to have... Well, I um... think that that person distracted Moot so that I could get kidnapped. Oh. Maybe they're okay, in well, on it. We should a- approach with... With Caution, lots of anger, I guess. although hot headedness. 
Oh, I'm I, a little worked up right now. I imagine you were just kidnapped. This is very upsetting. But luckily, they just let you go and walk out. So that is something, I guess. It's a weird way to initiate a conversation, though, isn't it? Yeah, but as long as... A, well, you know what? I hate being under someone's toe like this. You know, like, do do this mail delivery, sure, and we won't kill Merv. Oh, but... And then maybe I do it, and then they're like, oh, but you know what? There's like, I also need my pants to be tailored. I do this, otherwise I will kill Merv. And I'm just like, how, you know... When's it going to yeah. end? That's right. Hmm, well, maybe we need to add saving Merv, too. I mean, that was on our list of things to do. I, we just didn't know where he was, and now I guess we do. He was in a portal, do? and now they have him. And this poor guy's just a fisher. He's probably just like, the fuck is happening? This yeah. is all Sully's fault. I'm sure that's what he's thinking. Oh. Well, I'm sure he'll forgive everything when he sees his best friend Sully's face again. I bet he's wishing he had that keister knife, I tell you what. <laughs> okay, well let's go let's go find Moot and and his new friend Eska and and I guess find this map and hit the road. We've got a, a timeline here. Let's fucking go. Uh you turn around and walk back out into the square and Glim, you look over to the uh the woman's shop that you were just in, and you see her talking to two individuals in uh, brown overcoats and she's pointing over in your direction and they turn and look over their shoulder and it's two uh, men uh, one human one elf and they look over and they nod at the woman and they start walking towards you one draws a crossbow and the other puts his hand on a blade hey what the fuck The song Long Road Ahead is by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. All other music and sound effects can be found at epidemicsound.com. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Creighton's Raven, Gabriel Lynch, Kathy Sindelar, Joshua Dixon, Stevie, Jacob Madden, Cat Waterflame, Devin Michaels, and Christian Brown. To find out more about how you can support Dungeons & Dragons, visit us at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast where you can have exclusive access to 50-plus hours of bonus audio content, create in-game NPCs and items, as well as play games with the cast. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. Have a great week, and we'll talk soon. Wow, you're so <laughs> hip with the team talk. It's real good Carla? with the lingo. <laughs> Carla, Wait, your team talk fire. is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Those are just things people say. <laughs> Uh, I'm not cool. I don't. I'm embarrassed now. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, at least we found our blooper for the episode. <laughs> My face is so red. <laughs> Me too. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. 
the Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Broadcasting, this is Roger Bergato Fisher, communications, something, Moonbase, wherever. You guys can sort out the next thing. I need to get the rover checked and loaded. Jung? On it, boss. Excuse me? If communication still makes a difference at this point in the plot, if we can keep this base or this moon together long enough to be a thing. I changed my direction. I worked my way down. I took those scraps. The bits they'd forgotten about are thrown away, and I built my own place. Still inside, but within the shadows. All my thoughts, my hopes, all of my heart is on a makeshift rocket hurtling towards us with the most precious of cargo. We'll definitely deserve a celebration. Not like yours. You and your boy down there? I hope he's got a private room waiting. It'll be enough to be close again. Ah, meu amado. When I have Alex back in my arms, maybe then I can think about resistance. We've kept the corporations at arm's length longer than most. Well, whatever you're building, here or wherever, I'm in. Any way we can help. It feels like we're approaching the closing stage of this journey. The final stop. But either way, it's been one hell of a story. And either way, it ends with Alex. Moonbase Theta Out. The final season. Broadcasting on your podcast feeds starting August 14th. For early access, join us at patreon.com slash monkeymanproductions. Moonbase Theta. Out.